Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora, Ken Wyman, and Tim Barbalace. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. And he smacks this one deep to right. It's down the line. And that baby is out of here. A three-run homer for Aaron Hicks. And is lined up the middle, and that'll get down. Hayes being sent around, and he's going to score. Huge tack on by Hicksie. Always love tack ons. And to make it a two run game, give us a smidge of uh, breathing room is always nice. Highlights from last night, and then Brandon Hyde afterwards talking about Aaron Hicks and the tack on run. Aaron Hicks uh, last night was uh, monstrous for the Birds. Two hits, including a three run homer, four RBIs. Austin Hayes had three more hits. It was batting 327 at the end of last night's game, leading the American League. Orioles went 8 6 in a game that, frankly, seemed like it should have been a laugher, but it wasn't because the Orioles don't play laughers. All of a sudden, a 7 0 game became 7 6. They win 8 6. That's. The good news, the bad news today, uh, and we'll we'll get to it more in depth uh, in the next segment, but uh, a little bit of a Tyler Wells implosion in the second inning, Orioles trail 4-1 in the seventh. But let, let's talk the good news first last night. Uh, no, no Jason today, just me and T-Bone. Uh, Anthony Santander, great day at the plate. I mentioned Austin Hicks, great day at the plate. Austin Hayes, uh, Aaron Hicks, excuse me, great day at the plate. Austin Hayes with the three hits. Kyle Bradish went five. He had a no-hitter heading into the fourth and only gave them five innings, which kind of surprised me. It threw 92 pitches. I, I would think, you know, he'd be allowed to go a sixth inning and, and then the bullpen kind of imploded and made this thing interesting. But uh, alas, a win's a win. You feel good about that. Yeah, there's so much to unpack from last night. A lot positive, a lot negative, but let's start with the positive. The Rays, we talked a lot yesterday, Ken, how great they were at home. They hadn't lost a series opener at home mm. this year. Mm-hmm. They were 12-0 and 0 they, in those instances. They hadn't lost three in a row yet either. Yes. And that was the first time last night. And, and we know how Glasnow has absolutely owned the Orioles through his career. 34 and two-thirds innings pitched against the O's. He'd only allowed eight earned runs. That's a 208 ERA, four home runs in uh, those 34 and two-thirds innings. He allowed six earned runs and two homers in the first two innings. Mm -hmm. I mean, they jumped him quickly and made him work 32 pitches in the first inning. And then conversely, Kyle Bradish, man, he was dominant to start that game. That curveball and the slider were working. I mean, he had seven strikeouts in the first uh, three innings of the game. And... I believe all of them came, seven of the eight strikeouts, excuse me, um, came on the slider through the first four innings. And then the fifth inning was just bizarre, Ken, because I'm with you with the way he was dealing. And I get it. You're coming off the off days, so maybe you're going to be a little bit more conservative because everyone's fresh. But 
you're you're thinking at least six, if not into the seventh, considering the start. But then he had a 27 pitch fifth inning, and there were a lot of weird things happening there. Jorge Mateo had a ball go off his glove near the foul territory. Yeah, that was like a that was a Bermuda Triangle yeah, ball. I, I'm not I'm not putting that on Mateo. I mean, yeah. he had to cover a ton of ground yeah. just to get to that point, but. Then when Bradish exits, okay, it's seven to two. You still feel great about it, but then bullpen. You see the bullpen. It was basically a redo of the prior Friday in terms of middle relief, and yeah. we'll get more into that during TMI. But Bauman and Baker really struggled, and and Austin Hayes. I mean, him help him and Hicks helping to add on that uh, extra run um, late into this game in the eighth inning. Hayes three hits in that one. Uh, you mentioned Hicks and O'Hearn, both of those guys still delivering. And I guess another negative is Mateo, man. And it's kind of carried over. Well, it's really carried over the past month plus. But that first at-bat against Tyler Glass now Brutal. was as non-competitive as you will see. Swinging at three pitches that were not even close to strikes. And I just – I got a lot about Brandon Hyde that I might want to get off my chest today. Like, there's stuff from yesterday. There's stuff from today. Looking at today's lineup against a right-handed pitcher, Joe Ortiz is a left-handed, left-handed batter, right? Or Jorge Mateo had an awful night last night, didn't he? And he struggled. He hadn't homered since April 30th. He has 10 RBI since May 1st. This was the perfect day against a rookie pitcher. I know he's filthy, but he, what's he got? Does he have five major league starts, Taj Bradley? Like, this is the day to play Ortiz at second or short and give one of them, preferably Mateo, a day off. And Mateo's back in the lineup, and he blows a, a cutoff situation, which allows the runner from first to go to second. Like, and he's over at the plate today again. I don't know what we're doing here. It seems like a long time ago when we were talking about whispering about an extension for this guy. He can't hit. He can't hit. Now he's blowing assignments in in the field. No, it's it's beyond brutal right now with Jorge Mateo because I get back to the word. It's just non-competitive at bats right now for him. And and if he's making gaffes in the field, then what is he really providing? Palmer killed at him on the broadcast. Point? Yeah, what is he really providing at this point? And thirty-eight games, last thirty-eight games, Ken, thirty-five strikeouts, one sixty batting average, one eighty-six. On base percentage, Ken. Mm. 186 on base percentage in the last 38 games for Jorge Mateo. But uh, we got to end on a They did end up finding a way to win last night. Yeah, and, 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 and Cano and Batista again. Cano and Batista. Cologne, were, too. Yes, Cologne coming in. Batista, filthy. The back end is great of the bullpen. You feel really comfortable about those three guys, but the middle relief is is a big-time concern. And and the starters, for as good as Kyle Bradish was and as great as that Rays lineup in, is, you, you would like to see him go more than just five innings mm-hmm. there. But and, and why with Tyler Wells? And I get it. He, today, and we'll, we'll get into this more later, but he had a hauful second inning, but he was rolling pretty good through the fifth. Why not let him pitch a sixth inning? Why in a 4-1? Why are you bringing Tyler Gillespie in a game if you're not going to get volume out of him? I know he put two guys on. You're down three. Like, let him pitch because he's probably going to Norfolk after the game. And and that's what I was saying before we came in, Ken. It's like, okay, if you want to give Wells that quick hook in 95 pitches, five innings, 
Yeah, Calaspi's got to go multiple innings, and then you could just send him down by the time you come back to Baltimore on Friday to start the series. I, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's uh, even in wins, it's getting more and more frustrating. Some of the things they do, and yeah, we, we we'll get into the uh, uh, the Adam Frazier of it all as well. And Adam Frazier last night went over three. Tonight, today, Adam Frazier is 0 for 2. So, like, he's not getting it done either. It's 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 frustrating all around. Meanwhile, and, and we don't want to beat a dead horse, but Jordan Westbrook's still at AAA. Colton Cowser's still at AAA. Oh, by the way, Anthony Santander misplayed a fly ball last night. <laughs> he which, does not like playing at the trial. Yeah, and and <laughs> I, I got a feeling Colton Cowser catches that ball. Just, just saying. Hey, big Wednesday show. No Jason, but we will keep you updated on what's going on in the Oriole game as it goes. But guess-wise, our friend Rita Hubbard joins us at 2.30. We'll get our best bets with Tim Murray at 3.30. We've been going around the AFC North. We conclude with Jake Trotter, covers the Browns for ESPN at 4. And we'll talk some Orioles with Jacob Calvin Meyer from the Baltimore Sun at 5. Yeah, pack show, Rita. We were supposed to talk to her yesterday, talk to her today about the uh, Ravens and O's. We haven't gotten her thoughts on the J.K. Dobbins situation. We're going to put a bow on the AFC North. Like you said, Ken, hit Northern Exposure. How do we stack the AFC North on June 21st? And we're going to have a little fun at Jason's expense because we're oh, not yeah. here. We're doing a six-pack, the oh, six yeah. things that set Jason off, and whoo. It was tough to just narrow it down to six. This could have been a twenty-four pack. It could have been a thirty. Yeah, I, like I, I, yeah. There, there are many things on the cutting room floor <laughs> that did not make my six pack. But we will do that coming up at four thirty. But coming up next, we'll get more in depth into today's Oriole game. We'll update you what's going on, what happened today, why is the score the way it is. Updating you on the Orioles game started twelve ten. That's next here on the fan. Inside access on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Inside the warehouse and inside the castle. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. Orioles and Tampa Bay Rays. This game's end of seven. Rays now lead six to one as they get two on the seventh. Uh, Wander Franco sack fly and a Randy Rosarena 
Uh, base hit. Randy Rosarena kills the Orioles, and uh, he is three for three today with a home run and two RBI. So that that seems to be up to par for him against the O's. Uh, yesterday was a rare, not good a Rosarena game as he went 0 for four. But today, this thing basically came apart in the second inning. Tyler Wells, as Tyler Wells does, gives up home runs, solo home runs. He gave up two solo home runs, back-to-back home runs. But then ground ball up the middle, goes through his legs. Then a swinging bunt, he throws it down the right field line. A game that was 2-0 then became 4-0. And that's sort of where the game was lost. Now, Aiken giving up the two runs in the seventh, it makes it 6-1 and probably puts this whole thing away. But let's be honest, once you only got one off of Bradley and the, and the Rays get to go to their back end, it made things really tough. Without question. I mean, the Wells thing is so interesting because for a guy that really doesn't have any blemishes across his stat line this season, the home run column is that. He's yeah. he's given up 16 home runs in 14 games entering today, of course, giving up those back-to-back in the second inning. But it's about compounding those issues, Ken, where if you can get out of that second inning just giving up two two runs you feel okay, but then you compound it with error where you throw it way over Arias's head at first base. Eat the then, ball. Exactly. Just eat it, you know, live to fight another pitch in this situation there, Ken. And then the interesting moves, you know, with Glaspie. We touched on the open, going to him for just one batter. I is- get it. He gave up a hit and a walk. He's got one out, men on first and third, but it's 4-1 in the, in the sixth. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give away games, but you're down 4-1 in the sixth. You, this is not an, a likely winning scenario and, against Tampa and their back end of their bullpen. Let him eat innings, save the other guys, and then send him on a bus back to Norfolk. And you're kind of playing with a little bit of house money, right? Where you just won a series opener, yeah. first road team to do that at the Trop this year. So you already secured a series split there, and you used your A guys. Cano, Bautista, they both threw 19 pitches yesterday. You wouldn't want to pitch them that quick of a turnaround with this being a day game. And after today, Ken, them having so many off days in the month of June, they have one Thursday, but they play 16 in the next 17 days. So things start to heat up, and now you really got to manage that bullpen effectively. I think that yesterday and Friday in Chicago made it abundantly clear for me they need another arm in this bullpen because beyond Coulomb and Cano, and and, and and I love Cano. He gave up another two base runners in an inning. So he's not the unhittable guy he was, but he's still he's still getting it done. But beyond Coulomb, Coulomb uh, Cano, and Batista, I don't trust anybody. Like, Bauman's struggles at times. Sometimes he's good. Sometimes I don't like both at all. I think Perez should be DFA'd. Aiken is is uh, iffy. Like, Brian Baker struggles a lot. Like, who is a guy in that bullpen you can trust? And granted, they brought back Dylan Tate, who was great last year. They brought Perez back, who was great last year. And they they had a reunion with Michael Givens, who is a quality reliever. Givens and Tate are hurt, and Perez stinks. Like, they need to go get a middle relief arm. Like, whether you're talking to the Royals for Chapman or whomever, they need another arm in this pen. 
Oh, without without question. And uh, get more into that during TMI. And even with Chapman, just looking at his number. I mean, he's got a whip of over a 1-4, which uh, obviously isn't that great. But they need some help in this bullpen in the worst way. And I'm a huge Mike Bauman guy, but the inconsistencies there are just kind of killing you. And I, I saw Rock, uh, he put out in his column this morning that Bauman – He's already encountered 30 inherited runners this season. That's tied for the most in baseball among relief pitchers, so it doesn't give you much room for error there. Coulomb, he's inherited 25 runners this year. So they have a big-time middle relief problem. Now, if you look at their bullpen as a whole, yeah, the numbers look great, and Cano, who's got an ERA less than one, and Felix's ERA is basically one, it helps build up the bullpen for sure. But, but you don't want to burn them out either. Exactly, and that's where you got to start building that depth, and is it a point where we got to get this D.L. Hall thing moving. And I, I was holding out probably more than you two at the beginning of the year. I really wanted to see him have a chance to get started. It, it, you got to put him in the bullpen now. It, because he it, – it's like last year all over again. You're, you're barely giving him a chance to impact the major league club back-to-back years. Whether – I get it. The injuries and the velocities down. And they sent him to Sarasota to lift weights. And they need to get him up ASAP once he's right. Put him in the pen. Well, that's the thing. He's got to get his velocity yes. back. But I've been telling you guys for a year, I never you thought have. he was a starter. I like, I think, and, and while wow, Kyle Gla- uh, Glazer came on, <laughs> yeah, he- and he's like, uh, he's not a starter. Yeah. He's a bullpen arm. Like, if the Orioles still think he's a starter, they're mistaken. That Like, that's, I've always seen him as, at best, a Josh Hader type. And the sooner you get him up here, and hopefully he can help, the better. Because they're, like, Again, we go through this these bullpens or this bullpen and Bauman, Baker, Aiken, Gillespie. You can go Spencer, Austin, both. All these guys, they are not getting it. Cino Perez, not getting it done. No. And we also need to bring up Mateo and Frazier oh. again, where Frazier, his OPS, can, it's down to 671. He's played in 71 of the 73 games for the Orioles this year, and there needs to be some recalibration there. Mention Mateo, the last 38 games, a 160 batting average on base percentage in the 180s range. Something's got to budge here. I mean, they, they can't be guys that you continue to just sharpie into the lineup every single day. I, I will give him his flowers. April, six home runs, 16 oh, RBIs, 333 batting average. He stole eight bases. In May, he batted 128 with no homers, six RBIs, and two, two extra base hits. So far in June, now it doesn't take into account his 0 for today. today yeah. So going into today, he was batting 222, two doubles. That's it for extra base hits, no homers, four RBIs. He's got 10 RBIs since the end of April. He has not homered since April 30th, and he blew a cutoff assignment today in the game. I'm sorry. I love his defensive metrics. Joey Ortiz can play shortstop in the major leagues. Is he gonna is he gonna have the range that Jorge Mateo has? Maybe not. Is he gonna give you quality at bats? Yeah. And this guy is not giving you good at bats, and now it's affecting him in the field. I'm sorry, he needs to sit. 
He needs to sit. I'm not telling you you got to send him down, no. but maybe a ba- like a uh, he's a guy could be a late inning replacement somewhere. He's a guy that can steal a base for you late in the game, but he doesn't deserve. I don't, for the life of me, understand how Brandon Hyde put his name in the lineup today after last night's performance with a righty on the hill and Joey Ortiz sitting on the bench, a lefty. Yeah, last night was a complete debacle, and he can be that. If you want him to be a late-game defensive replacement, you want him to be a pinch runner, you want him to uh, spare someone, whoever is uh, going to take over at shortstop, sure, I'll grant you that, but this is not a guy that you have to play five, six times a week right now. It's not. I think also, tomorrow's an off day. Yeah. Orioles usually don't make moves during the off day. They'll announce them on Friday. And I'm not going to go kicking and screaming, but I'm sure Jason, when he comes back tomorrow, will. It's a perfect time to bring Jordan Westbrook and Colton Cowser up. Like you saw last night, Santander misplay in right field. Frazier's giving you nothing. Mateo's giving you nothing. It's time to see what some other guys can do. You're coming home, uh, yes, 100%, and you got 16 games heading into the All-Star break. This is the time to see what you got in those guys. Coming up next here on the program, uh, Ravens, they are done until training camp late July, and the Orioles, they, they're, it looks like they're going to split a series with the race. Cole Irvin on the hill at a, in relief with all the off days. They don't need a fifth starter, so maybe they're like, Cole, you, you're going to finish this bad boy off. Uh, I, I Considering that, I'd have brought him in anything sooner just to save everybody else. Not that they're any good. But alas, Rita Hubbard will talk Orioles and Ravens with her next here on The Fan. Inside Access on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
It's not just a radio show. This is your inside access to the facts that others ignore. Jason LaCanfora and Ken Wyman. 105.7 The Fan. Orioles trail the race 6-1 in the eighth. Cole Irvin getting some work in relief. Uh, I will ask the question, if if you're going to go to Cole Irvin, why not go to him earlier? But alas, that's uh, a conversation for another day. As we head out to the Ashley Furniture guest hotline, our friend Rita Hubbard joins us for her weekly chat. And Rita, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Let's talk Ravens first. Mini camp in the books. Now we got a little time off until training camp. How are we feeling about the Ravens after all the uh, shorts and shirts Olympics? <laughs> um, couple things, right? Like, uh, still need to figure out who we like at left guard. We still need to know if we think that Oway and um, Ajabo is enough at pass rusher. We still need to know if they think that uh, the defensive backs is enough and the situation with the running back situation. But other than that, everything's great. <laughs> Rita, let me ask you one one thing though, and maybe I'm totally off base here, but is Jake Dobbins just delusional? Like the, his agent also represents uh, uh, the running back got cut by Minnesota, uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. Oh, Dalvin Cook. Cook. He ain't mm-hmm. getting paid. Saquon Barkley ain't getting paid. Like, and J.K. Dobbins doesn't have the resume these guys have. Who does he think he is? And he has no leverage. What's he doing? I think that J.K. first and foremost is a great. Uh, uh, I think that when he's healthy, he's a great running back. Agreed. And I think that um, he's the best running back on this team. That being said, um, he's missed way too much time, and I just don't know what type of deal he's looking for. Not even from just the Ravens, y'all, but like the rest of the league, because the rest of the league knows that you've missed over a year too. And so, what is it that that you're looking for? You're you're unfortunately you play for a position that is not valued right now. Then you add the injury history that you have. I just don't know what it is that you think that you think that you're going to get. And so. I feel like we're going to start to see more tweets because, you know, J.K. likes to tweet. Yeah, he does. So that's his favorite thing to do. He likes to tell us what's going on in his own way. Gets in his feelings. Yeah, because it's it's going it's going to be it's going to be rough, y'all. It's going to be rough, and it'll be interesting to see if he takes a stand at training camp. Because okay, it's good. I guess it's a good thing for him in terms of like it keeps him fresh, right? But like it's not going to change anything. The Ravens are just going to be like, well, we still have other running backs on this team. It, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to force them to try to give him a new contract. So. I just really hope that somehow, some way, he can get realistic about what it is that he's going to receive in the open market or with the Ravens, and figure out if he's okay with that. Because that's what, or just don't play. I mean, there's that part too. We've seen Le'Veon Bell do it, right? Yeah, it worked so, out well for him. Well, exactly. But you know, listen, that those are the options. And and, and as of right now, they're just, the cards are just not in his favor. Rita, there's a little more than a month until training camp, and we know that Eric DaCosta has been willing and dealing this offseason. We expect that there's probably going to be a move between now and then. If Eric DaCosta only makes one more move, would you want to see him bring in a corner or an edge rusher? Um, oh, so I am a person that um, truly believes that the trenches, that at the line of scrimmage is where you uh, tend to win 
Uh, if you win those battles, then you can win a lot of battles. Um, I do think that the, the cornerback depth situation is an issue because of what we've seen or not seen from Pepe Williams and Jalen Ar- Armour Davis. Um, so it's something to be of concern. And, and as of right now, it doesn't appear that Marcus Peters is going to be back. So I think that that's a situation where we have to move on from that. So it is a concern. Um, but I think that if you can win at the line of scrimmage, then your chances of, of, of your back end uh, being helpful is better. And that also does, that takes, doesn't take away the fact that they have good safety they, and they have depth at safety as well. So if I am the Ravens, I'm trying to figure out if, are we good with OA or do we need to bring in somebody? And I'd probably look into bringing someone else to help with the pass rush, because I think that that, to me, that is going to help your back end if they're struggling a little bit. Talking to Rita Hubbard's inside access here on the fan. Rita, let's switch to the Orioles. And, uh, like, I feel badly that we we're Jay, Tim and I and Jason, Jason's not here today, critical because they going into today's game, they're 18 games over 500, which I think is the high water point for the season. They had the third best record in baseball entering to today's game. So there's a lot of positives, but it just feels like there's some things to nitpick and they're, they're real things that, that they nitpick to, to nitpick. And also we got problems in the middle of the infield. Yep. Um, I mean, there's a couple things, right? They're not consistent with the bat um, and you hope that Cedric comes back sooner than later to kind of help, you know, um, even that out a little bit. But, you know, they'll get hot like they did yesterday, and then they'll they'll do like today where they're losing as of right now, what, 7-1, to one, yeah, I think. Um, so, they, so they do this inconsistent thing that, that doesn't help. And then they have – then yesterday you had – you were up 7 nothing, and somehow you only won 8-6 to six because you're relieved, your, your pitchers aren't helping you. So it, it feels like just when one thing is good, the other is not good. When the other thing is on, the other thing is not on. So we're looking for a more consistent effort from them because outside of Cano and Batista, that middle relief is, is hit or miss. They can have good days. They can have bad days. And so that's been the issue for them. But ultimately, you know, I, I try not to get too um, concerned, although I think that these concerns are valid. Um, but, uh, you know, you realize that the season is so grueling and so long and in the middle of June, they're still playing at a high level, you know, even though they did lose a series to the Cubs. I'm still, you know, scratching my head on that one. But ultimately, you know, these things are going to happen. And then, like I said, they got some injuries and hopefully they got some players that are going to be able to come back. Because I forgot Mountcastle is out. I yeah. mean, and hopefully he can find a way back and, and be productive as well. So, because it appears they ain't trying to bring up, you know, Cowser or Westbrook. Yeah, which makes no sense, yeah. At none. I, I don't even understand the logic, but but that's like another topic for another day. As of right now, well, what they got is they got guys that can hit, but they are not consistent enough to be to, – to, to do it on a regular basis. And so hopefully, you know, they can try to find a flow when they get their their power hitter, their good hitter back in Cedric Mullins that can kind of help when they slump a little bit. So I'm just hoping that that, that is something that can happen sooner or rather than later. I've given up on the whole John Means thing, guys. I mean, I'm sure he'll come back, but at this point it's just kind of like, yeah. okay, if he comes back, great. If not, we've been this far without him. So. Can't count on him. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I still look, this is still a good baseball team and they're still going to struggle because they're still very young. But ultimately, you know, they're, they're going through it at the moment from an inconsistent perspective. And, and hopefully they can just try to find their way. 
Well, Rita, let's let's skew positive here. Austin Hayes leads the American League in batting average. I mean, this guy jumped out to a great first half last year. We know the potential is there with him, but it's the injury concerns and knock on wood, he's been able to stay healthy. But even when healthy, Rita, did you even expect this start out of him? So it's funny because last year on the show with you know with Glenn that we have on Sundays, I. I kept saying this is an Austin Hayes um, stand account. So I was like big on Hayes in the beginning, you know, when he had his hot streak. And then we remember, you know, he got injured. He just didn't really finish the same. So we've seen this from him. The biggest question has always been, can he sustain that? And as of right now, he has. Now, I remember, I don't know if you guys had seen this. I think earlier in the season, it was a flawed statistic because I think it was like, he was doing this when runners weren't on base or something like that. So, I mean, he's, he's hitting. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm simply saying that, you know, he wasn't driving people home and things of such or, or moving people along because it was like he was doing this on empty bases. But to me, that says more about the people that's in front of him than, than it says about him. I really like Austin Hayes. Like I said, I, I had a whole stand. This is the Austin Hayes stand account. Uh, so I'm a big Hayes I guy, really too. I just really want him to just be consistent and be able to finish out the year just playing well the way that he's done this year so far and how he started out last year. Rita Hubbard, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great week. We'll chat next week. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Take care. Hey, coming up next, T-Bone time. It's TMI with TIM. What you got? We touched on it in the open. Just the bullpen numbers have been great as a whole, but – there really aren't that many guys to count on and just pulling some of the numbers of the middle relievers, especially as of late, it's going to surprise you. We're going to get into it next on Inside Access. Inside Access. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Presented by 58 Foundations and Waterproofing. You can never have too much information on your home. Since 1958, they're your foundation and waterproofing experts. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. It is TMI with TIM, and the floor is yours. Orioles, bullpen, middle relief has not been pretty over the past week. Ken Wyman Friday was a debacle, and Wrigley last night was not pretty. Entering today, eighth best reliever ERA in baseball at 3.62. But when you dive deeper, 
Let's put Felix Bautista and Yannir Cano aside. And I think we can both say we're pretty confident when Danny Coulomb comes yes. in. And it got some of the lowest uh, hard hit rate in all baseball, 2.49 ERA, cash considerations. That was a very, very nice acquisition by Mike Elias. But then just run down the rest of the guys, Ken. CNL Perez, 5.55 ERA. He has a whip of over two. And the collapse from last year has just been immense where you can make the argument he was their best guy at yeah. the pen last year yeah. with a one four zero ERA. And Schizophrenic he was, nature of bullpen and, arms. And he was dominant, but it, it's got to be coming to a head with the CNL Perez, who, of course, out of options, but $700,000, like you said, that's pennies in baseball. Maybe he does find himself, Ken, but it just, it it's here. not going to happen here, and yeah. at some point you got to move on. Austin Voth, I think you and I are simpatico there. Yeah. He, of course, on the IL due to right elbow inflammation. Got an ERA of 494. And you look at his last seven games, a 559 ERA, OPS of 866 yeah. against him, Ken. I, I'm not an Austin Voth guy. That's a concern. I am a huge Mike Bauman guy. And you look at the numbers and it's eh, 434 ERA. When he's on, he can be dominant and he Problem. can be another flamethrower going out, but it's just the inconsistencies yes. that you face when Bauman comes in. So he's not even a guy that you can really count on. Baker, look, we were loving it. April, where he's striking everybody out, he's moonwalking off the mound. That feels like a lifetime ago, Ken. You look over his last 17, 17, this is decent sample size, 17 appearances, 691 ERA, 818 OPS against him. I mean, 11 walks in that span. I mean, Baker's struggling immensely. Aiken was having a very nice June. Then he had some struggles. It's just with this bullpen, and it's unfortunate, Mike Elias went out. Givens has been rock solid throughout his career, suffered an injury, mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can do there. It, who knows what's going to happen there? And Dylan Tate, he was dominant for them out of the pen last year, and I don't think we're going to see him pitch no. at Camden Yards this year, Ken. So outside of Cano, Tate, and Coulomb, just a ton of uncertainty, and we've talked a lot about starting pitching, needing to bring in some depth there. they got to bring in a uh, a guy out of the pen, Ken. And that's become abundantly clear. And we mentioned D.L. Hall, where now it's just, you got to be done with the starting business, at least in this year. Uh, you got to bring him up. Once he's right, once he's ready, he, of course, in Sarasota, working on lifting, gaining his strength back, because he joined the show a few weeks back and mentioned that being the case in terms of his velocity being down. He needs to be someone that can just come in, throw gas out of the pen, just give everything he's got for an inning or two. Because this bullpen, it it needs a shot in the arm right now. Yeah, I, I uh, other than three guys, I don't trust anyone at the moment. Like Coulomb, Cano, Batista, the rest of them, I don't trust any of them. And, and, we, and the proof was in the pudding last night. When well, first of all, I, I feel like Braddish should have been able to go another inning. He's at ninety-two pitches. It's June. Like, let him try to get a six 
a sixth inning, and then you shorten the game a little bit. But Baker comes in awful. Bauman comes in awful. So now you got to go to Cologne and in the middle of an inning, and then Cano in the middle of an inning, and then Batista's got to go an inning in a third. And I don't want to burn these three guys out, so somebody else has to get out. And th- there's an issue that you've been mentioning all year long, Ken, in terms of Brandon Hyde with how – he manages bringing in guys from the bullpen, and the proof is in the pudding there. Rockabaco covers the team for Mass and Sports in his column uh, last night. Mike Bauman, 30 inherited runners faced this year. That's tied for most in baseball. Danny Coulomb, 25. And a big reason for that, it, it drives you crazy. You bring someone out. Okay, first person that gets on, boom, you get the yank. You get the hook, and then you put... Why not just give your guy out of the pen that clean inning? And I think that has kind of attributed to the inherited runner cause, and it puts the extra pressure on those guys. But it the numbers are starting to fall a bit, where a couple weeks back they were number one in ERA, number three, now they're eighth, which is still really good, but I wish I could see the sample size in the last 15 to 30 days where they would rank. And when you combine starters not going deep into games with a bullpen that's not very good except for the last three guys, that seems to be a recipe for disaster as we move on. And I grant you, they're a really good baseball team. But they've got holes, and there there are trends that are going in the wrong direction. And that's the thing that I'm I'm struggling with because look, they lost today. We went in to yesterday's show. Orioles get a split. You will take that and run from the trot because Rays came in with just seven home losses. Orioles handed handed them their eighth. O's are still three and two against the Rays this season, but. It's the heightened expectations, and and we can see how this team can be better just with some of the internal options, which, of course, we'll get into even more with the Westbergs. Yeah, and the Cowsers. Well, and again, and tomorrow's the a day off. It's a perfect yeah. time yeah. to realize, hey, this is not pitchers, but Jorge Mateo and Adam Frazier have given you nothing for a while. You've got guys, and uh, Anthony Santander missed plays a fly ball last night. Cowser wouldn't have. I, I don't know what more they need to see. I, like I, I don't believe they're trying to lose games. No. But you need to get better. And, and again, I, and I caution. I, I, I like ba- baseball trades. Don't a lot of them don't happen early, and things bubble up. And we talked to Jim Bowden. He says things starting to bubble up now. They need bullpen arms. And if either internally, bring Vespi up, see what he can do, because the guys you have can't get it done. Bring one of those other guys up. Uh, they, the, the, the guys they remember they found these waiver claims that work. A couple of those guys at Norfolk, bring them up, because these guys aren't working. And if those guys don't work, then okay, you have to make a deal. But they need to le- lengthen this bullpen. And Brandon Hyde needs to let a guy go sit to the sixth inning. Like the last two days, ninety pitches. Tyler Wells, Kyle Bradish. I think both of them should have been allowed to go the six innings. Without question, because that ends up helping your bullpen. I think we're going to see multiple transactions over the next couple of days, not just possible position players like a Lester or a Mm. McKenna. But, yeah, I mean, we're going to see some moves in terms of getting arms out of the bullpen where you pitch Cole Irvin. I mean, he only ended up going an inning. You would have liked to have seen him go earlier than that to maybe even save uh, a little bit of Aiken, even though it's not like he burned some of your A-team guys. But... I think we're going to see some moves in terms of arms as well. Inside access here on a Wednesday. Jason out. He'll be back tomorrow. But coming up next, Orioles lose 7-2. We recap next here on The Fan. Inside access.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.